0: Welcome to What You're Drinking with your host, Chris Doyle. Hello and welcome to What You're Drinking. Today we have a very special episode. For the first time ever on What You're Drinking, we've got a guest online. He's calling in from the beautiful island of Hawaii. He is the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Robert Sixkiller. How are you doing, Robert? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Nice and early for me to get on the time schedule with you, but we made it happen. We got there in the end. Sorry, pal. Much appreciated. appreciated. (laughs) It's great to have you on. Good stuff. Well, thank you. We know each other and got to know each other online through Facebook and stuff through our love of pro wrestling. My first question for you is when did you start watching pro wrestling and what area? Area and time frame did you grow up watching? I started
1: watching when I was really young. You know, that like, uh, the WWF, Vince Senior, you know, the Bruno San Martino era, and then continued on, you know, to the, you know, the Hulk and Andre era, and then continued on ever since. But uh, in the recent times, you know, I've kind of stopped watching it in. You know,
0: I, I watch little pieces, I watch highlights of it, but I'm not, I'm not a big fan of today's current product. No, well, it is quite hard to to get through a three hour show and a two hour show, back to back, and not to mention when they have a pay per view, so you can be watching Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, but that's going to change a little bit moving to Friday for SmackDown for sure. But um, how do you feel about the current product? Are you are you uh, a fan of it at all? Do you have favourites today? I
1: think it's absolutely terrible, bruh, you know, like, it, it's, it's hard to watch, you know, like, it, it's just, it, it's, it's terrible, and you know, it's, it's just, boring, you know, compared you know, the early years, and, you know, attitude era. Absolutely.
0: Sorry, Robert, we're having a little bit of trouble with the connection here. Um, It's very scratchy and breaking up a little bit if you can. Adjust and move to a different spot. It might help. Look, I'm going closer to the Wi-Fi route. You know, yeah. Is is that better? That's that's a lot better. Yeah, that's a lot better, mate. Great, great. Move
1: closer to the modem.
0: Yeah. Um. So we were just saying that you you're not too fond of the current product. Um. What. If anything, what do you watch, or is there anything you quite like on WWE TV? Is there a favorite wrestler or storyline at the minute? No,
1: not not really, bro. You know, like <laughs> I, I think all the guys. For my opinion, a lot of these guys they don't look like wrestlers. You know, you look at the wrestlers back in the day. You know, the Rick Rudes, the Harley Races. You know the. Even the Brunos, you know, you look at them. If you saw them at the bay, you'd think, oh, I don't want to mess with that guy." You know, he, he'd kick my ass. And then you look at the guys today; they kind of look like lawn jockeys, you know. And and the guys that look like badasses, like Seamus, Cesaro,
0: Rusev, they don't use. Absolutely, that those guys you mentioned, they they do have that um um hard man look about them. But what you're saying is. Well, what I think you're trying to say is, with these, there's a lot of guys, the likes of the Finn Balors and and uh, the guys all under two hundred pounds that are up there fighting. It's supposed to be realistic when you match them against the likes of a, a Brock Lesnar or a or a or a Sheamus or a you know Cesaro. Um, like coming up on the first episode of SmackDown when they moved to Fox, they've got Brock against Kofi in the main event for the WWE oh. title. How do you feel about Kofi Kingston? Cuz for me, he's another one that he shouldn't he's good, but he shouldn't be in that top top spot.
1: Exactly. But you know, you know, give, you know, Kofi's good, nothing against Kofi, but you know, he should be fighting. They should put him in storylines against guys his own size, you know, put him in there against AJ, put him in there against Finn, you know, put him in there against Nakamura, you know, have, you know, have a storyline around that. And you know, with these big guys, you know, like Brock and and Cole, you have know, having against guys like Braun Strowman, against guys like Shameless, against guys like Rusev, you know, just try you know, I'm not saying have weight
0: classes, but you know, kind of make it realistic. That's that's the thing. You sort of lose that suspension of disbelief when these guys match up. You know, sometimes it works when you look at uh, the match Daniel Bryan had with Brock. That was just. Awesome, the the way the story they told and stuff, and it can work in situations like that. But you have to be a special talent like Daniel Bryan to pull that off.
1: You know, he, he, yeah, that that wasn't too bad, man. But you know, like he, he kind of, he kind of, you know, he took out the knees and you know used a lot of uh, you know grappling holds. You know, the likes of what what Benoit used to. You know, he, he kind of he wrestled smart against them, but a lot of, a lot of those guys don't know what. That kind of working style is
0: absolutely, yeah, that's, and I think that's lost, especially more of these newer talents that um just go through the p c and don't have any experience worldwide wrestling um they lose that ability to to pull off those those big matches for sure it's all kind of like the
1: scripted dance now, you know you know it's all kind of it, they've they've gone off re- trying to resemble a fight. Now they're trying to kind of resemble a dance, you know, a dance off, you know, like a, a stop the yard, you know. I do my,
0: you know, I do my dancing and then you do your dancing, you know. Well, speaking about dancing and, and the way you're talking there, I, I I sort of guess what you're going to say, but how do you feel about AEW? Yeah, no, bro. Like, hey, I've
1: like, I, I, I been praying for like another, like a billionaire to start another wrestling company, but... The way they're going along is, is uh, just just make me shake my head, bro. You know, like, they have all these, like, stuff, uh, indie guys that, you know, they don't have a muscle on their body. They don't look, you know, this uh, is supposed to resemble tough guys, you know. And, and, you know, in the, back in the past, they were all tough guys, you know. You know, Holly Rage, Rick Rude, you know, like, those kind of guys. Now they all kind of look like, you know, they look like junkies <laughs> off the street. You know, they're not athletic, they're not in shape, you know, yeah. like this, and I think what AEW stuffed up to begin with, it was putting Cody and the Young Bucks in charge, you know, like, oh, bro, like, it's, they're in charge, what are they going to do, when they're in charge, what are they going to do, you tell me.
0: Yeah, well, for sure, it's, it's always been the case when you go back, you go back to like Rick Flair when he booked and Dusty when he booked. They, they always put themselves exactly. over because exactly, uh, bro. They're all gonna, that's they're gonna put themselves over even if it
1: doesn't benefit the company. You know, they need a a, a neutral guy. You know, who's in charge, who's booking, who knows the business. You know, Cornell will be, put, but he, he's probably got. You know, he probably don't want that. Want that heat? You know, he's probably. You know, he got enough money. You know, yeah. Maybe you know, I, I don't know. Who,
0: maybe a Jerry, Jerry. You know, they, again, he he's got he's got plenty of money. He don't want the you know, he don't want that the, the I, drama. I don't think I don't. I think they've really tried to move away from that old school mentality. Yeah. It seems, and they're they're trying to go with this youth movement of the box and, and Cody. They do have some good guys. there like Luchasaurus. I love uh, Kenny Omega is great as you know, well. Like for, for a big guy a big guy you know how he moves it's just you know have you ever seen anyone like that he's such a fun gimmick too you know just the whole dinosaur yeah. thing I think it's great but, but he's a bill you know he's in ring ability you know for a big you know he
1: could. he's a big guy man you know, I mean, he looks like he could kick your ass but he moves like a like a cruiserweight you know like I just yeah I just don't know where he come from like I, I you know I kind of followed the indies and I never
0: saw or heard of him until AEW he actually, um, he actually came to fame and came to prominence through Big Brother in America. He was on the Big Brother show, I believe. And then obviously, really? <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. maybe I think season 17 or 18 or something, a few seasons back, he was on Big Brother, but he then obviously followed on his passion of becoming a pro wrestler.
1: That's amazing, man, i
0: never
1: heard of
0: that. Yeah, Google, look it you up know, like, afterwards. They, they... Sorry? I said, look it up afterwards, whenever we are done, have a look, do some research That's... on them for sure. It's, uh, it's a great story. Def, definitely will
1: do, but you know, they got, you know, the guys they sign, you know, they're all like indie guys, you know? Like, I, I think they've probably got about three or four good guys, the rest are just kind of, you know, indie guys. You know, it
0: yeah. just I don't look like
1: wrestlers. They look—they—they they look like kind of—I don't know what they look like, but they don't look like wrestlers.
0: Yeah, there's a few guys. Are um, Orange Cassidy, the guy with his hands in his pockets? Can't stand that. Oh, yeah, Jimmy nah. Jimmy Havoc's another one with all the, that. the the skinny goth guy who um, is all just hardcore and staple guns. Can't stand that. But they do. They've got the likes of MJF, Kenny Omega. Luchasaurus, He's good. Um, even Cody, you know, and Jericho, of course, they do have some good talent there. So hopefully, there's less of the silliness and, and more to get more serious and, and put on some good product going forward because we need that bit of competition. NXT have set the bar now. They've got the first rating in. They drew 1.1 million on their first show on USA. So that's the score to beat for sure.
1: that's 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 not bad for NXT. like you know like I just you know NXT's are right but you know the, the the guys it's all down to this flippy stuff you know like I, I love matt riddle I think I think mean, he he's the star of that show and you know I, I I don't mind velveteen dream you know but his matches are starting to look a bit you know scripted you know they've yeah. gone away from you know the, the making it look like a fight to now they've got it making it look like a, like a dance off you
0: know Yes, yeah, so I get that. Who, like
1: who do you
0: like in NXT? Well, Velveteen Dream is my guy down there. I think he's fantastic, and he's a young kid too. He's only twenty-three or twenty-four. I think he's 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 a star. Um, I don't really get the whole gimmick, really, the Velveteen Dream stuff and the Prince sort of look, but but I but think he, he, I think he's, he's awesome. That's his character. I think that we need to get characters instead of getting, you know,
1: like Joe Blow off the street, you know, from you know from us. so you know, they need, kind of need. Up some more characters, you know. Like, I like the way how they're going with the Bray White at the moment with the Fiend, it's fantastic. I kind, of, I kind of was thinking, oh, you know, they shouldn't have kept you know the creepy Bray White, you know, but then they've kind of done something not pretty good with this thing at the
0: moment, absolutely. That, that new Fiend character is, is great, but anyway, I want to get away from wrestling a little bit. We've talked long enough on that. You're also a big UFC fan, I believe, and we've got a, we've got a. a yes, bro you, my, Shout out to my, to my, to my brothers,
1: BJ Penn and Max Holloway. You know, island style, bro.
0: Well, as you can tell, even though I'm living in Australia, I'm um, born in Ireland, and I've got that Irish accent. So I'm not too happy with Max at the minute. All the shit he's giving Conor McGregor. Oh, I think
1: Conor, I think kind you know, kind of deserved. You know, you gotta. I know, I know you Irish. You love Conor McGregor, but you know you gotta, you gotta be fair, man. You know Conor's doing a lot of stupid stuff. You he, know, and he, 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 he's not really. it was all good when he used to talk the talk and back it
0: up. But now he's just talking, man. He's not backing up or anything. Absolutely, he needs to stop talking. He needs to get into the cage and start fighting again for sure. We're sick of everybody's getting he, he, sick of it. He's got a hundred million. He's got a hundred million in the bank, bro. You know he's not gonna. You know he don't need to get in the cage. He's not gonna fight for nothing. That's for sure. No, no. You know he's got hard You know it's, it's. You know it'd be pretty hard for him to get up and get punched in the face when you got that
1: kind of money in the bank. You know. Absolutely. But I, I, I would love him to fight Diaz again, bro. You know, like that. Those. You know, that second fight was. Ah, uh, even though I thought Diaz won that. You know, it just. Ah, uh, you know those two are made for each other, right? You know, like everyone twisting about. all oh, you know, converse Justin Gaethje and Conover You know, next to the fight, Mayweather hey you know i think it'll happen i honestly hope connor fights connor fights the winner of that fight
0: i think i think that'll happen who do you have in that fight the the george masvidal versus nate oh. diaz fight coming up who who have you got what do you think
1: bro uh, bro you know I, i'm a huge diaz fan you know you know i've been watching nate and nick for a long time you know when they first started you know and i also love masvidal so i, I don't I, you know I, 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 those two are just so evenly matched, you know, a five-rounder, you know, I think if if it, if it goes to five rounds, it'll be Nate, you know, just purely on cardio, you know, that guy's a, you know, he does triathlons and, and marathons and all those, you know, he, he's very fit, but I think Masvidal kind of has to get him out under under three rounds, so if it, uh, it's, it's very hard to say, bro, like, it's, it's, Masvidal has to finish him, you know, I, and under
0: under three rounds, I think if it goes to a decision, it'll be Nate's fight. What do you think, Brad? I'm with you. I'm, I'm tipping towards Diaz. Um, I think if you look at Masvidal, he's the king of the split decision loss, isn't he? All his fights are close, goes to points, but he tends to lose in split decisions. Um, the fight against Stephen Thompson, Wonderboy Thompson in England, he was losing that fight. There's no doubt about it. And then he got the big knockout punch. Um, so, like you say, if oh, that, it goes... That
1: was Darren uh, That was Darren,
0: too, or that Darren, was Darren too, Yeah, That's sorry, till, till, sorry. Yeah, wrong guy. Um, but he was losing that fight up until the the big punch. And then with the Askren fight, you can't really um, judge much on that because he was just prepared for that double leg and he just got him with the knee inside five seconds. So if he's got Put a it. game plan like that against Diaz, but, maybe but i think Diaz's jiu-jitsu superior his cardio is superior and if it's going to be a slugfest that we all hope and think it's going to be i think diaz will pip it. Oh, don't, you know like don't sleep on masvidal's
1: striking you know he's got, he's one of the best pure mma strikers in the game you know like and he, he, he can hit hard and he can hit on a button you know diaz is kind of like a volume fighter you know he you know, throws you with everything at it you know is incredibly crafty like, you know, you know, you're just gonna what he did in the you know, like you know, for the balls to try and pull that off, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. You know to, 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 to even the balls to even try that and then to pull it off the way he did, you know, it's, it's
0: but he tried, he tried you it you know, against till as well. He tried it against till as well when they the rang the bell. He just ran straight at him and he ended up kicking him in the balls, um, yeah, but. He, I think Masvidal definitely has to go for a knockout if he wants to take if he wants to beat Diaz he has to knock him out for sure I don't think I just think the jiu-jitsu and and the cardio of Diaz is far too much but moving you on with we'll like have he
1: started looking tired in that last
0: did you watch the last fight against Pettis. I missed the Pettis one because it was um, overseas so I didn't actually get to see that fight I still want to go back and watch it I missed that card he, Nate, Nate, Nate was guessing at the end, bro. Like, you know, he kind of really? was, was hitting. you got to
1: watch that card, bro. You know, that that card was one of the best cards. You know, that Ro- Ro- Yo, Romero, Polo Costa, even though I thought at the time I thought Romero won, but, you know, that was just a gunfight, man. You know, Costa was just walking walking Romero down, and, and no one does that to Romero.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Well, speaking of Romero, the, I, the next fight I want to get into is the Australian yeah, card coming up. It's Robert Whitaker. Yeah, that, he,
1: that. oh brother, brother,
0: brother, that's that's, that's a, that's that that'll be the fight of the year on paper. What what's your thoughts on that? Whitaker Adesanya, I'm I'm loving it. I'm excited about it. Um, I think Israel Adesanya. He's such a great striker. He's so fluid. His movement's fantastic. He's undefeated, seventeen and zero. But I think. He hasn't quite come up against anybody with the with the power, with the heart of Robert Whitaker. He beat Yoel Romero twice. He beat him once with a broken yeah. hand, and once with I don't know what he done. He done something to his leg. Was it a a, a knee ligament or something? On the first fight. Yeah, but you know, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, you know I kind of get what you
1: say, but I kind of thought he lost the second fight to Romero. Like, I'm a huge Whitaker fan. You know, I kind of thought he lost. The,
0: he won the first fight to Romero, and that was a press. I kind of thought he lost the second fight. I had a three to I, two I think, for Whitaker. I thought three to two for Whitaker. Was that? Was it the? Um, was it the third or fourth round? Where? Uh, ten eight. Yeah, couple couple they were ten, arguing a about of the ten eight for Romero. Like at least at least one ten 8 for
1: Romero. But yeah. Joe Joe Rogan seemed to have the same idea. Kind of thought. You know, like I was sitting there thinking. You know, I might be a bit. You know a bit biased because I had, you know. But uh, Rogan kind of said the same thing. He came back and said, you know, hey, I thought Romero won that, you know. Won that fight, you know. It was a couple of 10-8s, so. But uh, I, what what you said, kind of that Israel hasn't been battle tested. I think Gastelum, his fight against Gastelum, you know. Gastelum's a tough guy, you know. And he, he hits hard. And I think, you know, he Israel took a lot of those shots from Gastelum on the chin. You know, you see his face afterwards, you know. He was pretty... Pretty
0: swollen, but you know he, he took all that. So I think, I think Israel, you know, he's gonna give him give him a good run. I think so. I think it's gonna be a fantastic fight. I absolutely do. And uh, what you say about Gastelum? Gastelum marked him up bad in that fight. Adesanya definitely won it. He won most of the rounds. Uh, probably a four to one for Adesanya in that one. But um, Whitaker's a bigger guy than Gastelum. He, I think he's a bit stronger. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And it's going, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, you it can, just can't wait. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. You,
1: you're going to watch it? Absolutely, you're gonna watch
0: yeah. you going go to the, go to the pub? No, I'll probably watch it at home. The UFC cards can be on at like 11 a.m. here with the time difference. So I usually watch it on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, also on that card, uh, we've got a couple of other ones. We'll be real quick with these. They aren't as as big as those as the ones we spoke about but we've got Ali Aquanta versus Dan Hooker my man my man Dan you think so you think he'll my do man it
1: dan you know yeah i, th- I think my ma- i just think he- he's kind of a lot like you know similar fighting style to cowboy yeah you know that kind of long lean with those with those kicks and i think hooker could pick ali aquanta apart i think uh, you know Al's coming up. His last fight was a loss. He got, you know, pieced
0: up by cowboy. And I think if Hooker's smart, he'll kind of implement that game plan. Yeah, yeah. That, that, or the game plan that Donald used. And Al, I think. What are your thoughts? Al, I think, I think you're right. I think Dan has to play a striking game. And I think Al will have to play a, try and get a wrestling game in because he can wrestle. He, he, he lasted five rounds with Khabib. Um, yeah, I, well, I, I don't know he Can wrestle, or he's just got really good takedown defense. Well, maybe it's his defense, you know? yeah.
1: It's, it's,
0: you know, there's a lot of people like you know, like Robbie Lola and Mark. You know, they can't wrestle, but they can stuff a takedown, yep for sure. Next one, my guy Ty Tuivasa taking on Spivak, Sergey Spivak. I've never heard of Sergey Spivak, I haven't seen him fight, yeah, but I love Ty. He's, he's the second yeah, coming of I, I, Mark Hunt, but uh, with that just with the look and that sort of flabby belly and stuff. But uh, coming off two defeats, can he turn it round? Can he get back on track? I, w- I was really high on Tui
1: You know, he, he he was a you know he played professional rugby league. You know, he was in the development Sydney Roosters team. You know, which is you have to be pretty good to be in that team. I, his last fight, he, he kind of ran out of gas and kind of uh, he lost a bit of heart, you know, against blood or Blagoyevanov. You know, I had I thought he probably should have won that fight. You know, I, I bet money on him, even though he kind of lost quite convincingly. But uh, I, I don't know with him. You know, he, he he definitely needs to work on his cardio. You know, he, he yeah. but, uh, The guy who he's fighting, I've I've I haven't really much better, so I can't really comment much on that. But I think. Ty needs to, you know, definitely work on his cardio. You know, he he can hit, and he's an athletic guy. He's very athletic for a guy his size. You know, he's probably one of the most most athletic heavyweights in the UFC. But uh, he definitely needs to work on his cardio. You know, I think I think this is kind of like a, a gimme fight for him. Yeah. Kind of, like, you know, go go knock this guy out, and you know, we build you up again.
0: Yeah, Spivak is nine and one, so. But we don't know who he fought. It could be, could be amateurs really yeah. that he was fighting. No, he fought. He fought some good guys. Did he? Know? Yeah. He fought some pretty, pretty. I think he fought James McSweeney. You remember him? No, I don't. know. That doesn't ring a bell. He, he,
1: James McSweeney, He was in the UFC. He was on that Alderman the heavyweight oh. contenders. He was a, a British guy with shaved head and tattoos. He, 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 he's, he You know, he, he's not bad. You know, he's not in the UFC anymore. But I'm um, like, you know, he beat him. He finished him so he he he's bet some handy guys before he hit the UFC.
0: Oh yeah well that'll be interesting then but I hope my guy bam bam gets the job done.
1: Because isn't he from where you are is he from, uh, from...
0: Who Spivak? No Ty. Thai. Ty's Australian. Isn't didn't he Yeah, but you
1: didn't he live in, didn't he live in Perth? Um, did, I, did he
0: train? Did, he, did he f- I don't know. I don't know if he has or not. I don't, to be I'm honest, okay, no, I, just, I, I, was, I thought he was from from Western Australia
1: cause, you know he used to up uh, from the, west side, from the west side of Australia.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I'd have to look that one up. I'll double check that one. But final fight on that card that I want to talk about is the women's bantamweight, Holly Holm against Raquel Pennington. Will Holly get a win back? She's on a bit of a losing streak at the minute.
1: Uh, I think Holly. Holly is, you know, she she's always game. You know, she always fights the, the best of the best. You know, I think. Yeah, I think she she she's she been unlucky, you know, a few times. You know, I, I think Holly gonna piece her up, or you know, it's it's. She's, I think. Penny Pennington's good. You know, she she's tough, but you know, the, just Holly Holmes' skill set. You know, her her combination, her kicks. You know, her. You know, take down the fence, you know. And if it end of the day, if it goes just down to a, to just a straight striking match, which I think it will be, you know, it, it, it's Holly's all day. So I, I might, you know, I might uh, put some money on Holly. Yeah. what she's paying at the moment. I like Holly for that one, and I, I hope
0: she does it. Her losses have come against Cyborg and uh, Amanda Nunez. So yeah, it's hard to it's hard to argue with those two. Probably the two greatest. Of all time so I want to see Holly bounce back and and get her win back so moving on from UFC we've also got at the minute started yesterday the Rugby World Cup Um, probably like myself I think you'll, you'll have two dogs in the in the hunt I have Aussie the Aussies who won yesterday beat Fiji came back Fiji really give them a good scare and of course, are yeah, I think that
1: the, that uh, that yellow card was a, was kind of a big part of their game. I think that was a turning point.
0: Absolutely. And with yourself, you've also obviously got the Kiwis, the All Blacks. Yeah, mighty and All Blacks. The mighty All Blacks, and then of course the USA, who don't play until until Thursday. From what I see, they've got a first match against England, which will be a tough test for them.
1: Yeah, I thought you know like I don't think New Zealand. I think that that World Cup team that they've got out there. I don't. I think it's the worst World Cup team they've ever sent out there. Wow, really? I kind of think. Yes, I think you know they've got a lot of very good players, but they got no superstars. You know, like uh, you look at all the previous World Cup teams. You know, they had a team, a lot of teams full of superstars. You know, game breakers. You know, the likes of uh, you know, you know Jonah Lomo uh, who, Jose Gear. You know, big game that could you know big game breakers that could just bust the game open but you know oh you know it's but the, the team that got them at the moment I just kind of scratching my head you know it, it's not a bad team you know it, it's a pretty good team but it's just of, of compared to all the other World Cup teams you, you know you kind of you, you kind of sitting there scratching your head thinking you oh, you know are they gonna win it you know should they be such big favorites? Who do
0: you, do you think? I haven't seen enough of New Zealand recently, to be honest, to uh, make a good judgment. I've watched, obviously, watching the Six Nations, with um, with England doing so well there, and my Irish side not doing so good. I, I like England. I think England's going to give it a good run. I don't know if they'll actually win it or not, but I think they'll be there or thereabouts. I'm hoping. I'm hoping the Irish guys can too. And, of course, the Aussies. But all the games so far that... I, w- I watched Australia and I watched France yesterday. And that France and Argentina game, man, that was competitive. Argentina really, really put it up to them. It was a drop goal. Won it for, the, won it for France at the end. But uh, I don't think France are the powerhouse they used to be either. I don't see them oh, I, I, going too far. I,
1: I, I wouldn't see it. I wouldn't sleep on France, bro. You know, when it, when it come, you know, everybody says it on, you know, France, and then when it come to the World Cup, uh, you know, they always seem to live for the moment. You know, like uh, I remember watching uh, the final. You know, you know, I've seen them beat New Zealand twice. You know that they, they they were they weren't supposed to beat New Zealand, and you know that final. You know, they were supposed to steamroll New Zealand in that. Do you remember the final
0: in New Zealand? Yes. Yeah. When France played New Zealand, uh,
1: I I, I kind of. I was on the edge of my seat that whole game, bruh. You know, like, I, I was just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't relax. You know, I was, you know, for knowing how, how much winning that Rugby World Cup in New Zealand meant to the New Zealand people, just, oh, it, it, it meant so much. But they only just won. Yeah. They only just won, you know. like It was, it was a close game. But, you know, say what you want about France, bruh. When it when it comes to rugby world cups, big games, they always show up. They always show they up. They always show. You know they they've toppled New Zealand twice. They nearly toppled them in the final. You know it's it's you know just don't don't sleep on France, bro. Don't sleep on France. But uh-huh. I, I I you know you you're saying your Irish guys it ain't you know not 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 in the greatest of form. You beat New Zealand twice I know. recently. That's right. You know that will give them so much confidence. You know I think if, if Ireland come against New Zealand in a knockout game, man, I, I you know I'd be pretty confident Ireland might you know take them out.
0: It'll be interesting to see them. We we play Scotland today, which won't be easy. Scotland are a decent side, so it'll be a good test. But what you're saying about France showing up for World Cups, Ireland tend to do the opposite. We may be ranked first, second, third in the world but when it comes to the world cups we always choke um, so hopefully we can turn it around yeah. this year and and perform and cuz i know we're we're definitely you know up there in the top five or six teams in the world so we should be getting semi finals you know and they they're playing
1: they're playing like a, a new zealand style at the moment they got a new zealand coach you know traditionally england ireland they kind of play that kicking kicking clap game you know they kicking and then they driving and yeah. then they kind of make it ugly football but now they kind of they're playing the New Zealand style you know saying that why didn't have a run you know run it run it run it you know you can sc- score more points scoring triumph than you do kicking penalties so I now, now they've adapted that kind of game plan I think you know it they, they have a better chance this year I think this is their best chance this year
0: okay well that's most of the sports talked on We got into everything we wanted to, but another reason we know each other is due to both of us not liking how certain individual begs for money online, tries to um, constantly beg for money off his fans without giving anything back in return, that person being Mr. Kenny Bolan. So the floor is yours now, sir. What exactly is your beef with Bolan?
1: You know, don't get me wrong. You know, Bolin, the performer, the, the wrestling manager, he was great. You know, he he was a uh, you know top top ten wrestling managers of all time. You know, he was a good worker. You know, he he could he could sell. You know, he, he could work in the ring. You know, the only person that's probably better than him, you know, working in the ring was probably Cornette. Um, as a you know, Bolin the wrestling character, I am a fan of. Bolin the human being, the person. I am not a fan of. You know, I'll tell you how this all started. You know, I, hey, I, you know, we have a lot of mutual friends. You know, in, you know, in the business, you know, you know, I know people, he knows people. You know, they know him. I, one day, I, I see all these stuff coming up on Facebook. You know, can you bowl and donate to me? You know, you know, I need money for this and that. And you know, please donate to me. I kind of made a few calls saying, you know, hey, to a few people that I, I said, you know, what's the story But They said, no, he don't need money, man. He's just scamming people. You know, he's nothing wrong with him. all. His medicaid pays for all of his, you know, operations, you know. So I put out a message on my Facebook post to my friends. I to the world to my Facebook friends. I said, listen, if this guy asked, you know, to donate money to him, just say no. He does not need it. You know, there are a lot of Sick kids in the world, there are a lot of sick animals that could, you know, better use your donation than give it to this guy, you know, he's just a, you know, he's just a liar and a con, man. And, and you know, you look, you look at him, you know, he's, he sends money to he's got a male, a bride, you know, she wouldn't come cheap. You know, what, what's, what's the point of your old Filipino girl with a 60-year-old obese guy from Kentucky, you know? What, is she, what does she want with him other than what? Money. So he obviously sending her plenty of money. Not to mention how, how his lifestyle, how he lives. You know, when I think of a poor person who's asking for money, you kind of think, oh, you know, they're kind of living off, you know, rice and noodles, you know. Not having, you know, big giant, you know, feeds every single, you know, big giant 3 course meals every single day. You know, then all of a sudden... I get all this abuse from. He sending people, you know, threaten me, threaten my family, you know, all this kind of stuff. So I think, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna put up with that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the truth. You know, You don't need the money. He just scamming people. And you know, he, he's never come up with any proof, any like medical certificates, any you know receipts from operations, you know, anything. I've asked him to show that, show us that stuff. No, he don't want to show. it. You know, he just want to sit there. And beg for people and discredit me and make up stuff about my friend. You know, Jean-Pierre Rougeau.
0: Yes, I've seen I see him on uh, online.
1: He's you know, he's a wonderful guy, he's a great guy, you know. He's a French Canadian, you know, he's just a kind, humble human being, you know, just you know, he likes his ice hockey, he likes his hunting, he likes his ice fishing. You know, can he come out and attack him? You know, he called him a racist. You know, kind of a racist person. You know, he's French. You know, you know many French people.
0: I can't say I do know.
1: Uh the, the French are the most least racist people in the world, bruh. You know, like they—they just the country in the world that takes in the most refugees is France. You know, they welcome a lot of refugees and in with welcome arms. And and you know, he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. And pin him. and said, oh, you know, Jean Pierre Rougeau, he a racist. You know, da da da. Absolute bullshit. You know, I'm a man of color, you know, my dad is Cheyenne, he's Native American, my mom is Native Hawaiian, you know, if if he was racist, would I be friends with him? Would he be friends with me? No, just more stuff that Boland makes up about people that's not true.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um... Yeah, my biggest thing with him is the asking for the money and I know from conversations I've had with Bolin all, you know, in Messenger when he talks about sending money over to the Philippines and sending money to his his wife, shall we say, in quotation marks um, then asking fans to donate for his medical funds when you know... He's sending money over there and not only is he sending money to his wife but he's also sending money to other girls in the Philippines that he showed me messages and screenshots from them that he helped support and buys presents for. Um, also a while back he sending money to bloody Turkey for starving dogs in Turkey. You know that's all well and good if you want to do that if if that's what you want but to to then go onto your Facebook live or your live shows and ask for money because you've got six surgeries coming up and you need the money for your meds and stuff. Well, stop fucking sending money overseas and then you'll have yeah. money to buy your medication, buy your food that's going to cost more because you can't drink soda or whatever the hell he was talking about. But yeah, that was it, that's it, it, my it, it, real it, it, beef with him. His operation, but you know he seems to be gushing back. Bottles and bottles of soda, you know, that's
1: the last thing in the world. People like that should be drinking, so, you know, you have to ask the question, don't you?
0: You do, for sure. So, your war with bowling, when's it going to stop? Is it going to stop? Do you think? You know, I, I, I've, I've, I've often,
1: you know, I, I told him, you know, I said, we'll debate this. I'll put up $1,000, and, you know, you put up whatever you want to put up. We'll have a debate, and we we'll get a mutual because we have a lot of mutual friends. You know, we got like Dutch, we got our uh, James Mitchell, we got a lot of mutual. We will get a mutual judge, and I said to him, I said, if you beat me in the debate, you have the thousand dollars is all yours, all right? If I beat you, I donate. We donate everything to the Cauliflower Alley Club. Have you heard of the Cauliflower Alley Club? I
0: have, yes, for sure. It's a great idea. I don't think, I don't think you'd do it. People who haven't heard of the Khalifa Ali Club,
1: they are an organization that helps help old wrestlers. You know, they help, you know, with their health
0: needs and you know, they help a lot of, they, they do a lot of good work. They do a fantastic so, yeah, job. That that you know let's face it, I'll, I'll, sorry, you are cold, back. I, no, I was just saying they do the Khalifa Ali Club, they do a fantastic job helping support um injured wrestlers or wrestlers that have Just falling on hard times as they get later on in life, Um, and they they do functions every few times a year, don't they? Out in Vegas, is it Vegas?
1: Yeah, yeah, they they do pretty well, you know. A lot lot of yeah functions in Vegas, you know. Awards night, you know. They have a Hall of Fame, a Califa Ali Club Hall of Fame, you know. Like if 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 wasn't in there much, you know, they'd help him if if he really needed help
0: but I think probably, there's probably people in that club that Bolin is, sorry.
1: But you know, just, and also, also, but he's he not, he not short of money. You know, he, he made a lot of money selling off his, you know, he buys those headsets, he, muffin, you know, he stick a Kenny Bolin stick on them, you know, he would probably buy them for about a dollar from, you know, from Malaysia. And then he sell them for $30, you know. Oh, Bolin's never believed in banks. He's never had a bank account in his life. You know, and he, he's, he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't gamble, he doesn't buy expensive, so every penny he's ever earned, he's stashed away, and under his bed, he's got a big, big, big old stash of money, So he might my bank account's got nothing, you know, but he has a big stash of money under his bed, he is very, he was a very smart man with his money, very, very smart. You know, so he, he, he's not short of money, and and that's what kind of obsessed me about him going. Oh, you know, I, I need money. You know, I need I need this operation and I need that operation and I. You know, I.
0: Robert, we're just losing you there, mate. You...
1: sorry, bro? Yeah. He, he he got a lot of minions. You know, he got a lot of followers. A lot of people that believe everything he says. You know, I, on a daily basis, I,
0: you know. You were having a little, some issues with your mic, Robert. Um, sorry, sorry, bro.
1: Just, can you hear me now?
0: I can hear you, yeah, but you, you seem to be, I don't know if you're covering it up or something by accident.
1: Um, sorry, bro. Co- That's okay. Just, you know, I, I, Boland has a lot of minions, you know. He has a lot of a lot of followers, that you know, that will do anything he says. You know, he, he's kind of like a Pied Piper. You know, they, these, all his minions, they end up abusing me, sending me abuse on a daily basis. Saying, "Oh, you know, don't talk shit about Kenya. We'll do this to you. And we'll do that to you." Like, I'm not talking shit about him. You know, if someone talks shit about me, I prove them wrong with actual visual evidence. He doesn't have any of that because he knows he's scamming people. That's why he gets so hot about it. You know, just like it's uh, it, it's it's getting beyond a joke, you know. Like he's uh, just it just and 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 I've gone in too far, bruh. You know, I you know he's telling lies about me. You know, saying I'm a criminal and you know this and that and you know just just making up stuff. Yeah,
0: he he makes up a lot of shit. He, I think he, uh, he, he, someone was telling me that he said in one of the shows that I I he got me arrested as well. And yeah. Got Harry Burnett arrested in England. It's all bullshit. None of it happened. What seven
1: thousand dollars worth of merchandise
0: off him? <laughs> I didn't buy. I did buy quite a bit. I, I, I probably spent three, three, four hundred dollars. I've got all his T-shirts. I got headphones. I got DVDs. His book. You know, I was a big supporter of Kenny Bowling, and I thought we were quite good friends. And the only reason um, we stopped being friends is. I sort of called him out in, in in private conversation. I said, come on, Kenny, you're not kidding anybody. I know you're not going to the Philippines. You never will go to the Philippines. You're not healthy enough to go. Um, it's never going to happen. That's turned out to be the case. I think he's saying he's going yes. next year or something now. He was supposed to go in July. Then it was August. Then it was September. Then it was October. Now it's bloody next year. It's not going to happen. I told him, look, I know it's not going to happen. It's all good. And then he didn't like that. Blocked me. And that was the end of me with him. Probably because yeah. I wasn't spending any more money anymore. Because I had everything. Um He had no more use for me. But it's just... I me, I don't think he likes when people know he's bsing.
1: If the people, yeah.
0: if he's fooling you, you're good. If he's not fooling you anymore, he cuts you off.
1: Pretty much, bro. You know, and if you don't don't donate money to him, you know he he only likes people that he can use, that he knows he can get something out of. You know, and these people say, "No, oh, you know, Kenny's my friend. You know, he's a he's a great guy." I was like, "Yeah, you know, how much money have you donated to him?" There's even one guy I know, I heard of that he donated like four grand of it. His, his grandma gave him, like, oh, I think grandma gave him some some, some inheritance money. And he gave Bowling four grand.
0: You know, he, Kenny doesn't say what he did with that. Yes, I saw that for sure. I saw that for sure. Me,
1: I'll tell you, and I'll tell you another story. Jim Cornett, he said to Bowling, he goes, you show me your accounts, bro. You show me all this medical stuff that you need, and I'll pay it, I'll pay it for you. Really? I'll pay, I'll, I'll pay, I'll pay, you show me what you need done, you show me your bank, you know, you show me your statements, I'll pay, you know, nothing, no, couldn't do that, so Jim just said no, you know, I'm done with you.
0: So do you, have they been in contact recently because I know they've uh, fallen I, out? No, I
1: know, I, I was in contact with uh, Brian last, He was we were going to do a podcast, I I paid him, I said I'll pay him, to do a, you know, Kenny rang up Jim. Found out that I was gonna up Brian go, No, no. Can you tell him not to? We've
0: been friends a long time. Your mic, mate, your mic's cut. Ca- yeah? Yeah, mate, just yeah, be careful with that mic. It's getting very crackly. Uh my my bad.
1: But yeah, uh, yeah, then uh, we were supposed to do a show with Brian. Yeah. Brian was gonna host it, you know, it's just gonna be, you know, a wrestling show, you know. Kinda Little bit like you know what I like mean, you doing right now, but uh, you know, Kenny got word of it and Kenny rang up Jim and saying, Well, oh, can you please tell Brian not to, you know, not to do the show? And you know, we've been friends a long time. and Jim asked Brian not to do it, and Brian rang me up and said, You know, bro, you know, I, I can't do it. You know, Jim's asked me, and I said, But, bro, that's fine, you know, I understand. You know, Jim's your good friend, you know, he Jim was long time friends, but you know, I understand, but you know, don't worry about it. So. But uh another, just uh, like like he did with Brian, you know Brian's a good guy. You know he, he Kenny bags the hell out of Brian, and Brian he get he gets a lot he gets a lot more abuse than what I get. Boland gets his followers sending Brian all sorts of death threats and stuff like that. You know Brian has made made it quite clear to make sure that there's no pictures of him. to picture Brian last? What he looks like? You can You know he's made sure there's no pictures of him on there just for that very reason. Getting getting you know, people stalking him, you know, bowling sending people out to do this and that. You know, Brian he keeps a low profile for a reason. You know, he's you know, he hosts one of the biggest podcasts in the world, you know, like numbers wise. You know, there's not many podcasts in the world that do the kind of numbers that he does. Other you know, other than maybe, you know, like Joe Logan, you know, he you know, he's obviously the best in the world, but you know, Brian has to keep a low low profile, you know, to the bowling. You know, Brian, and Brian was just
0: honest with him. Matt, your mic.
1: Brian was doing this.
0: Your mic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Brian called him out. He was just honest with him. He just said, Kenny, you know, I want to do a podcast with you, but you can't have your, your kids are ruining it. And Kenny, you know, uh, you know this and that. You know, you're not worthy, and you know, gets all this profiling him saying, you know, he's this and he's that, and you know. He's a bum and he has no, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, Boland's people harass him. You know, Brian's a good guy. You know, he's a good father. He's a good human being. But, you know, it's just just stuff like that. You know, unnecessary stuff.
0: Absolutely. And with that Brian last, the thing is when they started working together and Brian was going to be his co-host, Brian has the network. Brian knows how podcast works what he needed to do, how to get listeners. He was giving that advice to Boland, but Boland doesn't like taking um, what he thinks is being given orders and being told what to do. No. Ryan was just advising him to make the show better, to um, get, get out there, make it bigger, make money on it, make it successful, and Boland just didn't yeah. like it because it wasn't his way. And what his way probably... It, it's not the right way because he's not making any money off it. He has to just blatantly ask. The same thing happened with with Marshall. He Giving him good advice how to make the podcast better. Sure, the same thing happened with Joe Cronin. Another reason why Boland got rid of him because he wasn't taking these guys who know how to podcast, wasn't taking their advice and just wanting to do it his way or the highway, and that's why they've all ended up going, and he's fucked them off, and he's um, cursed them out, and done with them, because he's just a stubborn kid, really. Oh, he,
1: he's, a, he's a big baby, but, you know, like, nice, you know, like Daniel Spence, you know, he, are he, no nicer guy in the world. You know Daniel, right? Yep. No, not a nicer guy in the world. You know, he, he, he's going to be one of the best refs. In the world, in a few years, you know, he, he's a he's a top ref in the OVW, you know, a great guy, great father, you know, he, he's just a great human being. But you know, and and Kenny cusses him out, you know. Dan, Daniel Daniel's a great guy, you know. Kenny cusses him out
0: too. What what what? Him and Maya done to Daniel on Daniel's last show was ridiculous. They they ambushed him. They tried to make him look stupid as he was leaving the show, but Daniel stood up for himself. Really gave it to them, and that show's been deleted now, unfortunately. But yeah. I watched it live, and it was awesome. Daniel really stood up for himself. A big shout out to Daniel Spencer and his career in OVW. He's such a great guy. He is such
1: a great guy. He's such a you know, he don't mean no one no harm. You know, try and find other than other than Bowling, Try and find anybody that has a bad word to say about Daniel Spencer. You won't find anyone. Except for Poland and maybe Bolin's you know, Poland's cronies, but you know, he's such a nice guy, and he he, he's a very good host, you know.
0: Absolutely. Well, Robert, time is ticking on here. I'm cautious about the length of the show. We've got a lot off our chest there. Lot of of love, bro. Many many thanks absolutely thanks for coming on thanks for um sharing your we have thoughts to and your we have to
1: do it again sometime bro we have to definitely do it again sometime
0: absolutely do it again we definitely will um i want to thank everybody everybody for watching and listening you can inter- one, one more shout out, have one shout out
1: bro. go for um, a bit no, go no, yeah no, yep go for it i just want to shout out to my bro joe slack he is having some Health issues at the moment, you know he, he, you know he's in hospital and you know he's got a little, better house. I just wanna shout out to him, just say all the best, brother. Kia kaha. Thoughts and prayers are with you, and I know you're gonna get better
0: soon, bruh. So just a shout out to my man Joe Slack. Awesome. Good luck, Joe Slack, and hopefully you get a speedy recovery. You can find Robert on Facebook. You just search Robert Sixkiller. He'll find him on there. Very uh, opinionated. Says it how it is. Great guy to follow and, and become friends with. So hit him up on Facebook. Anywhere else, Robert? uh no, that's it, brother. You
1: know, I just want to wish you a, a, have you have a great what's left of your weekend. And uh, you know, I I hope
0: Ireland do all right in the World Cup, but I don't. I hope they don't beat the All Blacks. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right, pal. I'll let you go and talk to you after. Cheers. Mahalo, brother. Mahalo, brother. all right everyone thanks again for watching and listening you can interact with me you can comment on the YouTube video just search YouTube for for what you drinking and hit that subscribe button you can follow me on Twitter at what you drinking also search Chris Doyle on Facebook look for the what you drinking logo that's my my show page Excuse me, you can email me on drinkingwithdial at gmail.com. Hit me up there, and you can also download the audio version of the podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and Anchor. That is awesome. Thanks, everybody. Thank you to Robert Sixkiller for an awesome interview. And I will catch you next time. <laughs>